Welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Strip It Back podcast. Joanne, how are you this oh, Good morning. It is morning for me. It's around about, I think, 9, 9.15 or something like that. Um, yes, I am still abroad, still in Italy and enjoying, actually, for once, a, quite a cool morning. We've got a bit of rain happening here in Gazale, which is um, where I'm staying at the moment with my family. And it's quite nice to be outside and a bit fresh, ready to chat with you all about life and La Dolce Vita that I'm living at the moment. I'm so excited because obviously you aren't here for me to have the chat. So this is like a catch up. <laughs> we also get to hit the record button for everyone else to hear. And yeah. you know, we spoke about you taking this La Dolce Vita uh, solo experience, but we don't mm-hmm. really know all the juicy details about it. So for people that want to hear what you're doing at the moment and some time out that you've taken, can you explain to us, you know, What's led you to, I mean, Europe? I know. Wow. Well, um, we had the episode last week where we talked about your wedding and I remember sitting back and listening to it because it's, it's quite lovely to stop and listen to the things that we share with each other. And um, I really acknowledged how awesome it was that you were brave enough to take this whole chance and go to Italy for your wedding. And it encouraged all of us to do the same thing. So uh, once again, thank you, because you kind of gave me the kick up the bum to actually get out there and experience life a little bit after a bit of a challenging time earlier in the year. So I decided to extend after your wedding and um, since then I've also extended again Mm -hmm. and uh, have decided to stay abroad and spend a European summer. And it sounds like a dream because it is. And I chose to um, talk to my new boss um, and I'd love to talk a little bit more about my job and everything that's coming up because I have that waiting for me when I get home. And, um, you know, he said, what can I do to get you to stay at our school? And I said, I need this time off. I didn't actually say I want this time off. I specifically said to him, Steve, I need these months off because this is something I have to do. Um, And so he graciously said, I love it. I love that you're honest and I think it's really important. And of course, from authenticity, he's aware of my life and how it's changed and me coming back to Melbourne and all of those things that go with it. And he's like, yep, I think it's a great idea. See you back here on the 7th of October. So I chose to extend. How beautiful that you Mm -hmm. um, went to your boss um, and someone that is a very new person and a new workplace and was so authentic in creating that possibility to take off the time that you've said you needed. So I just want to come back to that. You specifically said, I need this time. What (laughs) in yourself? Were you listening that suggested to you that you knew that this was something that you needed to do? Yeah. um, This is, again, me being completely raw and vulnerable. As I mentioned in episode, I think it was actually episode three, um, I'm going through a divorce. Um, My ex-husband and I were together from a very young age and we travelled the world and we've done amazing things together. But in that time, uh, things changed, life changed, and we are now divorced through some choices that he made. Um, And again, I 
clarify that I was the person who chose to leave and I'm feeling very proud of that. But in order for me to actually find out who who on earth I actually was, again, I needed some time. Um, and I'm sure that there's many people, particularly um, I'm going to just say women and even men in their marriages that kind of, in a way, I got married young and I identified quite a lot of my existence based on the fact that I was somebody's wife. Um, and along the way, I kind of lost who I was. I forgot who I was. And um, that's a big reason why I decided not only to take time off work, which again, I thank you because you really encouraged me to take that space when I needed it, um, but also to take this time to really get to know Joanne Panetta again. Um, and let me tell you, I feel more in tune and more alive than I ever have before. So I'm really grateful that I took this time because it's made me realise and acknowledge, yeah, actually I did lose myself a little bit in that relationship, definitely. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing to be able to actually acknowledge that upon reflection because when you're in things, you don't necessarily realise those things at the time. Mm. And you did speak about that you and your ex-husband did do a lot of adventures and travel together. So it's not yes. good for you to be abroad. But no, what is no. new is that you're doing it, I guess, solo because as I remember, you were on the trip of a lifetime also last year in a partnership and you did meet a lot of people on that journey. Yes. And yes. what's been the difference, I guess, now that you've taken the leap and to go and say, I need this time and this space. And yes, I probably pushed your hand in that you were already coming <laughs> over and it's beautiful yes. that you've been able to stay. But what is, I guess, some differences that you're noticing in what you've had to cultivate now as like, as you said, Joanne Panetta. Yeah. Well, to give you a little bit of background, I've always had a life filled with travel. And anyone who knows me personally knows that even from a very young age, I was always the adventurous one. I was always the one in my family that needed more, that needed to gain more from the world. I was inquisitive. I've always been an inquisitive human. So travel naturally became something that had to be part mm -hmm. of my life. Even to the extent when I finished school, I remember sitting with my, my careers counsellor and saying to them, well, I don't really know what I want to do. I think I want to be a teacher, but I also need some money and I need to travel the world. So then I kind of thought, oh, I could totally be a travel agent. So I did. Straight from high school, I became a travel agent. And in that time, this passion and this love for travel cultivated. And like most people who are going on adventures, you start looking at brochures and you think, oh, my God, I can't wait to see the Eiffel Tower. Oh, my goodness. Let's imagine when I go to the Coliseum or when I go to the Trevi Fountain or when I climb Mount Kinabalu, you know, remember when we did that together? Yes, yes I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but all, all of these amazing experiences that a person can have when travelling that opens their mind and opens their world. I have been so fortunate since the age of 18 years old of actually doing that a lot to mm. the point where I'm actually up to my third passport. I'm actually up to my third passport because it's full. Mm -hmm. um, and I have travelled extensively. Quite often I'll have to say to people when they say, tell me some places you've been in the world, I actually have to say it's probably easier for you to ask me if I haven't been somewhere. And I, I say that with such gratitude for the life that I've chosen to lead. It, that even led me to work overseas. So from a very young age, travel was always something that I've wanted to do. And if you ask my parents, they agree with you completely. I certainly have never lived a life um, where, without travel or adventure or culture being something of it. 
So when this transition in my life happened and when um, my ex-husband and I did separate and I went through a really challenging time, I needed to ground. And we talk about this a lot. I needed to stop and reflect and really be with my family, be with my friends to help me heal. And in that time, um, I journaled a lot. I saw a psychologist. I did a lot of personal development. I, you know, I cried on your beanbag probably every second day talking and exploring what is it that I still need to do to grow and evolve and it still came back to travel and so when your wedding came up as an option I was like okay I could totally do three weeks in Italy no problem and then I'll come back and I'll start a new job and I'll do all of that but nah you know it just didn't happen that way I wanted to go on this adventure so I sat and I reflected and I thought well what is it about this adventure that I'm craving and again, surprise, surprise, two C's, connection and community. Mm. And so this trip actually became about me creating new memories and creating new bonds and relationships, already very strong, but actually taking them to the next level as the new evolving Joanne Panetta. Mm. That sounds really deep, doesn't it? But that's where I'm at. Yeah. Mm. So you've gone over because you could create connection and community here, but you had made mm. relationships with people on your travels because we both agree that travel is great for that and you do meet, you're quite open to meeting people. So mm. what I'm hearing is you've reconnected with some people oh, that yes. you have met along the way on other travel trips and being yeah. able to consolidate those relationships solo and you know, extend them. So tell us, what's a relationship yeah. that's evolved and who you've met and and how, you know, that's all happening for you while you're there in the well, moment? This, there's certainly not one. No. Um, so to give you some insight, I started in Sorrento with you and your beautiful family. So here's already one example of a relationship developing, the relationship I have with you and your family. Um, so I had the blessing of actually living with your parents for the 10 days that we were in Sorrento and your, uh, your cousins, your brother and uh, your brothers. And it was amazing. So already that relationship in itself is something that's evolved. It started from there. Mm -hmm. And then I had the privilege of reconnecting with quite possibly one of the most beautiful humans in the world, um, and traveled a lot of, um, that area with him as well. Um, I feel like he could be a very good guest to have on this podcast, um, so that's one example of another person. So that, that, that spent an extra three weeks in Italy exploring something pretty incredible. Then from there, I met up with our gorgeous friend, Debbie. in um, She lives in Amsterdam now. We met her when we were all living in Singapore and she's quite possibly another fierce, amazing woman um, that I love and adore. And we decided to reconnect to our youth and do a sale Croatia. And let us tell you that we were quite possibly older than everybody by a good 10 years, but we freaking embraced it. It was fantastic. <laughs> we embraced our youth and did a sale Croatia. From there, I then met with another gorgeous human who I connected with in um, Africa, in my time in Africa, um, and spent some time with her and her friends and family in a small town called Udine, which is very close to Venice. Um, so there's already like three or four incredible relationships, but by far 
the ones of my family where I am right now. I have come back to um, Camino and Casale, which is a provincia in, um, it's called um, scusa, Mon Monferrato, like this area, but actually the particular region has, has slipped my mind. It'll come back to me. But um, I'm here with my gorgeous, my dad's gorgeous cousins who I came and saw last year and reconnecting with all of them. Um, there's a beautiful family of 20 people who love me like I'm their own. It's, in, it's insane. And the time I've spent here, you'll be seeing my Instagram stories. It's just so grounding and family orientated and beautiful. Um, from here, I'll go back to a place called Novara and spend some quality time with an incredible human I've met along the way, Mattia. From there, I'll then go to Sicily and see my dad's family and Calabria for the first time. Oh, can you hear the thunder? How exciting. Um, and then off to France, London and the Netherlands, all to connect with other amazing people. So quite the adventure. Yeah. So it's a beautiful time. And how have your family recepted you having come and seen already what... I believe already a pure, beautiful, brave woman that travelled last year to now an even more <laughs> flourishing woman um, yeah. this time around. Oh, can I tell you the conversations have been amazing. And may I just add all in Italian mm. because um, they don't have a lot of English. I've got some gorgeous younger cousins who have a little bit of English but um, my Italian has exceeded my own expectations to the point where yesterday I was talking to mum and dad in Italian without even realising it. So that was exciting. Mm -hmm. um, but we've had some pretty deep and meaningful conversations, um, particularly with my female cousins. Uh, we've had some pretty raw and open chats about life and how my life has changed. And, you know, one thing I've really noticed about when challenges happen in a person's life it doesn't affect just me there's mm -hmm. actually so many people impacted by that um, and this particular family were all there and saw the evolution of what was quite a, a beautiful relationship um, when I was married and now that changed and they're like wow like my dad's cousin I remember sitting with him and he actually in his broken Italian and English was able to explain to me that he saw me as a strong woman then tiny but strong and now he's like you're still tiny actually let me tell you a few bowls of pasta along the way I'm feeling pretty healthy um, you're tiny but you are stronger and he sees me as an exceptional role model for his daughters and I burst into tears when he said that because oh it's even making me emotional now because that's exactly what I want for the world for there to be to just drop the masks and actually share from a place of vulnerability what's going on in life mm -hmm. because people have all got things that they're dealing with and if we can share and lift people up, that's that's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. Now, I'm sure there'll be other people that are listening that have been through partnerships and something mm -hmm. along the way has changed their circumstance to them. They're navigating life solo again. Now, mm -hmm. you know, you're speaking and you're in a really positive space. But yeah. for people that maybe aren't in that space yet and they're really wondering how, what, what are you doing that um, mm. or what advice, I guess, could you give? Because it, it, I was there witnessing those dark days as well and mm. you have yeah. done the work and you're still doing the work. 
to be. Thank you for making that clear. Still doing the doing work, the very work. much so. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be where you are. But I feel like, you know, you had two choices here and mm. why am I glad that you've chosen this path? <laughs> me too, me too. Um, I think the biggest thing to acknowledge is when you feel something, feel it, whether it's anger, whether it's sadness, whether it's pure joy, whether it's frustration, feel it and don't be afraid to feel it. Um, if I'm having an awesome day, I'm not afraid to tell people I'm having an awesome day. Even if I'm, you know, in situations where I say, I'm great. And people say, but are you really? And I'm like, no, really I am. <laughs> if I'm not feeling great, I'm not going to say it. I, I just don't wear any masks anymore. Mm. Um, if you're having a horrible day and during this adventure, I've had 80% quite possibly the most joyous moments of my life. 10%, some of them are a bit meh, mediocre. And then the other 10% have been really hard. I miss my family terribly. I'm, you know, I'm tired from translating all the time. Traveling is exhausting. I'm journaling to get me through those moments. I've had days here in Italy where I've had to sort of say to everyone, I need a day. I'm tired and I've had a big cry. Mm. I've journaled. I've rang my mum and I've told her that, you know, I'm having a bad day. I think there was one morning I even rang you and I'm just going to be really authentic here. Something triggered me from my divorce and my separation and I got myself into a bit of a funk mm. and instead of sitting in that do you remember I called yeah. you and I was like Renee I need your help I need to get out of this story in my head and it's triggered me um and that's probably the biggest advice that I've I can give people is to have a little bit of a tribe that don't be afraid that when you're having one of those days to say to them okay I need you because I'm stuck in this headspace of, uh, I'm acknowledging it. I'm not trying to push it away, but can you help me work my way out of it and give me some perspective? There are um, three yeah. key things that you've said there that I just really okay. want to acknowledge. And one being awareness, to have the awareness to mm. call yourself on shit. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. You know, pretty much. And yeah. second it is okay to ask for help. I think sometimes <laughs> we live in a society where it's like, you're strong, you're strong, or, you know, or we see it as a weakness. Actually, for me, it's the reverse. When you have the awareness and you know that you need to reach out, whether it's a solely or a family member or whoever is your network of people, to be say, being able to say, hey, I need yeah. your help with this, that too, for me, is amazing that you have that. Mm. And so, you know that wasn't easy for me. No. I, to I think ask for help. A bit wired the same because if I go back to one of my, on my solo gap year when I rang you, it's similar. Yes. And I think that people have the perception that travel is always fun. I mean, we nope. have the Instagram story or the Facebook yes. story and then we have the real life story. So just like when you're travelling or when you're in your day-to-day -day life, when you're holiday. There is the good, the bad. Yeah. And, you know, absolutely. there's the ups, the downs. And the third thing that I really want to say that you acknowledge is the feelings. You know, we are wired human beings that are going to feel. Let yourself feel it all. Yeah. And, you know, that is being able to evolve. And the fact that you can sit in it and say, you know what, I'm just going to have that moment and have that. Yeah that moment or journal or whatever your modality is and I say that to people who may be listening you know be with it you know we yeah. both quite enjoy journaling that's you know 
one mm. aspect. I know for you then music's a big, you know, yes. part of, of a modality. But thank you yeah. for acknowledging those three things yeah. um, because I think that for people that are listening, that's something um, to really take away to in any yeah, aspect of life. Um, yeah. I, it's, not, it's, not, it's not something, it's almost become an unconscious thing mm-hmm. now. Um, to kind of go, yeah, yeah, if I feel this, I feel it. it it's the way it has to be. Um, we've talked a lot about my solo gap here and I really appreciate that. And, and like I said, I've still got almost a month and a bit to go, which is really exciting. And I still have some incredible relationships to form. But I think it will be really cool for people to listen, maybe to hear from your perspective about your gap year and what connections can you make to some of the things that I've said or is there still something that, maybe happened for you in your year off or your solo travel that might be a bit different I don't know I just thought that might be an interesting perspective well it's funny because like you when you went to your boss I knew that I needed to take some time out and it was an intuitive thing I was at the end of a contract and I decided that before I signed on to anything new I was going to take some time out because I just felt that there was something there to be explored and it was the best thing that I did at that point in my life, I was single, I was traveling solo and it allowed me to reconnect to what I really wanted to cultivate in life. And from that, I really grew a lot more passionate around what has always sat in the back seat, my health and wellness of, you know, um, I guess in the hobby category that I still did a lot of trainings and things in that but it wasn't my full-time job so to speak and it just kind of that time away gave me again the kick up the backside to say hey Renee if this is something you're passionate about you can create and cultivate something out of that and so from visiting the locations that I did during that time it's what's helped me form my business of rebalance naturally and without that time away I probably wouldn't have had the courage to um, go down that path and really see that, you know what, there is another option for you to try something new. I probably would have taken the safe option and kept going with what, you know, was doing. And that's why I think it's really important and why I encouraged you when I said I was doing my wedding overseas, hey, just take some extra time. You don't need to rush back to work. I know that money, you know, is something that you want to go back in and find the stability, but I was really firm on knowing, having done it myself, that there's something to be said about taking that time out. Um, and we live, and I hate using this word, the busy word, but our lives can be quite full and we can't see it from a different perspective. So when you get to take some of that time out, new doors can slide open and you see things in a very different light. Um, absolutely. So that being one of the key things of, I guess the gap, yeah, the, um, other being the connections, definitely friendships over that time. I have, like you, I have a beautiful friend um, that a few beautiful friends that I met through um, doing a teacher training in India that I am in contact with constantly. Also, you know, when I was in 
um, Italy, the same thing, connecting with family, and that's what brought me back to Italy this year to, mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. celebrating the wedding. So those things definitely align. Yeah, and again, seeing having seeing you come back from that, I remember you came back by Singapore because I was still living there, and just seeing there was a a lightness to you, mm. and I remember you sort of saying to me, "I can't really describe this feeling." And I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it Welcome. now, right? Thank you. And even my mum said something to me yesterday on the phone as I spoke to her in Italian. She's like, you sound light and calm and free. And I was like, yeah, I am, mum, and I'm ready to take on the world. Um, it's going to be really hard to leave people here, like really hard. I'm getting emotional um, because the bond is pretty incredible. but some very wise advice from some incredible soul sisters is that anything is possible. Um, And I'd like to officially share on the podcast, I I think I told you this, that I have all the paperwork here from my nonna's citizenship and I'm finally actually going to pull my finger out and, and talk to my auntie and cousin in Sicily about sorting out my Italian passport. So I'm creating that possibility and I'm going to say it out loud here on the podcast for you all to listen that my dream of living part-time in Europe and Australia is going to be something that I want to create. So that's really exciting. So funny that you say that because sitting right beside me now with me going to get the paperwork. (gasps) She's holding it up to the camera. Oh, my God. Something that I started when I got yeah. back and then it kind of got put aside with all the wedding planning yes. and it's just there. So isn't yeah. it funny that um, while wow. we're living within the same space, but um, <laughs> it's so we're so aligned. Who knows? We're so aligned. How exciting. Well, I'll be back, as I said, on the 3rd of October, back home to your home and to with you and Joseph. So I'm sure we can swap some notes. And I don't worry, I've got some hot tips here from the Italians. Um, it all t- it's, it's, it's all about uh, sordi e tempo. If you've got time and you've got money, you can be an Italian citizen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're funny. Nothing, nothing, nothing's done here in a fast pace. So yeah. um, absolutely great. So I just want to, yeah, I'm just so excited to see what life brings. And 2020 is going to be fantastic. Um, and I love that I'm confident enough to project into 2020. But let me tell you, this time right now, I am living every moment and I'm literally pinching myself. And I'm so utterly grateful for not only your encouragement, but I'm really proud of how brave I've been. And I've heard that word a lot. I'm brave and I'm courageous. My brother sent me quite possibly the most beautiful message. It made me cry. He told me he was, he's like, you're one of the bravest women I know. Just do you and change the world. And I was like, yeah, I got this. I totally got this. So little, little things like that along the way. Yeah. So in the true theme of our podcast, I've stripped it back. I've stripped back life. I've simplified it. I've sat, I've, you know, sat in this and I've, and I've created a lot and I'm excited to share with you and with everybody along the way, my journey. Beautiful. And yeah. you are brave and I get it. Lots of people say that, but you know yeah. what? It's those things that you step through and choose yeah. the bravery, the love, over the fear that are your biggest growing points. And I truly believe that. So with the whole stripping back the mask and stripping it back to the basics, tell me, you're in Italy. What's one of your little small wins there today? Wow. Okay. Okay, I've got it. So 
I am living um, at the moment, at the moment I'm at a different cousin's house because that's the beauty of these beautiful families. They kind of fight over where you stay and where you sleep. So I've been a little bit of a gypsy, which is wonderful, which quality time again. But the place I've spent most of my time at in Camino with my cousins, Cosimo and Monica, and their two beautiful daughters, Alessia and Alessandra, uh, sorry, um, and Marta, Scusa. Um, I love they, it. Trust in Italian. Scusa. I know, I love it. It's just Scusa, Scusa, Scusa. Um, they actually live very close to um, a lot of farm areas and the figs. I just like, if you saw my Instagram story the other day, I'm obsessed with the figs and I have loved more than anything. My small win is that I get up in the morning and no matter what they serve for breakfast, there's a bowl of fresh figs every single morning and they're tiny. Like they're not even the size of a 50 cent piece and they are like sugar. They're amazing. So my small win, uh, the figs is the the fresh figs. Amazing. I've got some photos to send you of the walk I did yesterday, like hazelnuts, edamame, grapes, figs, lemons, all in one area, like heaven. Mm. So that's my small win. Breakfast of champions, colazione, they call it here, cake, coffee, and figs. Amazing. Beautiful. (laughs) And what about you, Renee? Well, you know, we are on the little foodie connection here today. So I got back from working, so it's the afternoon going into evening, and I had, I actually did a day out relief teaching today. And so, I got home after afternoon having the munchies. And yum. my little small win is Greek yogurt at the moment after honeymooning in Greece. A little bit addicted to the Greek yogurt, but it's natural. Yep. It's with they would call it the honey time in Greece. So I've been adding a little bit of honey with some walnuts, divine, just a little pop. Yeah. And it just kind of got, got me over that little munchy time. So that's my yeah. little small win for today. I love it. And just on the topic of food, because, you know, what are you cooking for dinner? Um, I haven't started yet. I'm hoping that my new husband is out there preparing. <laughs> I hope so too. Ladder, so maybe he's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope so too. I'm looking forward to some uh, some delicious cooking. I'm actually taking my cousins on a little bit of a culinary adventure today, and I've found a little supermarket here in very this small town that has Asian ingredients, and I'm actually cooking some Asian food for them all tonight to say thank you for having me because it's my last night with everybody here. So that's going to be how amazing. How amazing. (laughs) My uncles are a bit nervous. They're a bit nervous. They're like, okay, okay, we'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Well, let us know how that pans out and enjoy the family time. And we can't wait to hear from you again throughout the travel. Lovely. I think I'll probably be, the next time we chat, I think I'll be in Sicily. So that'll be lovely to have a little bit of a different perspective and a different backdrop as well. So get ready for the stories about food, that's for sure. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share as well. And um, I hope that everybody listening has enjoyed what we've shared. If you have feedback or questions or anything you want us to talk about, please, please send us a message. Um, Like I said, this is our chance to have a chat, but we want this to be meaningful for other people as well and and of purpose. Yeah, certainly. And on that note, it's really helpful for us to get that feedback. So definitely, if you are listening on Apple, please um, leave us a review and let us know what you want, because that really helps us out. And it really helps us with what we're creating here with the podcast. Yeah, love it. All right. Ci vediamo dopo. Uh, sorry, I actually, it's Piemontese. That's where I am. The Piemontese reason. We say, ciao, Nett. 
That's how. That's the Ciao slang. Ne. Ciao ne. Ciao ne. Ci vediamo. Sì, okay. domani. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao.